Welcome to the weekly podcast of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church, located in the city of Middletown, New York. Today's message will be brought to you by our associate pastor, the Reverend Daisy Feliciano. Each week, we stream our live recorded services to encourage, build up, and edify our listening audience. Our aim is to share with you the uncompromised and infallible word of the living God. Our prayer is that today's message will draw you closer in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And now, here's Pastor Daisy with today's word. Woo! I stand before you in the fear of the Lord. You know what that means, right? I want you to be patient with me. Because this is not my comfort zone. You guys know that. Hallelujah. I can't do this every Sunday. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. Hallelujah. The title that the Lord gave me was Be Grounded. Be Grounded. Amen? Hebrews 4.12. For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing in even to the division of the soul and the spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen? Amen. You know, I always drank coffee at work. Never did I buy coffee at my house. But I had every once in a while, I would have a cup of coffee at my job. And then COVID came, and they turned us all to the house. And because I had had caffeine at work, I started to buy coffee, and I started to have coffee in my house. So I started with that light roast with a little <laughs> bit of cream. And I thought I was all that. I was, I, I was like doing the adult part in my house. Because I never, I never drank coffee in my house. I only made coffee for guests. Then as I started drinking my light roasted coffee, I promoted myself to medium roast. <laughs> and I was enjoying my medium roast coffee. Then I realized I escalated. Somebody introduced me to Colombian roast dark coffee. And I had escalated into the dark roast coffee. Wow. Jesus has a funny sense of humor. <laughs> Compliments of Mike and Nick. Hallelujah. I saw this and I said, confirmation. You know what? The Holy Spirit sometimes speaks to us in a very soft, soft, beautiful voice. God really does have a sense of humor. That soft whisper one day when I was sipping my dark roasted coffee in my pajamas that said, perk me up, <laughs> stay grounded, <laughs> get some grinding to you. But let me tell you, God has a funny sense of humor. Because right there, in my, come on, Brandon, you know, Brandon, she's going, she's going. Right there, in my secret place, when I chose to go into my secret place and have my coffee with Jesus, 
That's where he said, you know what? That's what I do. When my people come to me first thing in the day and have their cup of coffee with me, that's my daily grind. That is my daily grind. I am doing something. Heaven touches your secret place. Means you just entered into God's presence. That's it. Enter into God's presence. And he says, you know, when you seek me first, I'm the one that perks you up. When you seek me first, I'm the one that's keeping you grounded in the word. There are spiritual levels in the kingdom of God. Light roast. Medium roast. <laughs> Dark roast. I'm not, I'm not on the Starbucks roast yet. That's too much for me. I can't, when my niece tries to get me to Starbucks, I'm not there yet. It's too much for me. Brother Alan is there with his, woo, with his Hebrew. I'm not there yet. But we all have levels in God's kingdom. There are spiritual levels. Even if you don't think they exist, they exist. There are spiritual, ooh, there are spiritual devils with levels that exist. We mature spiritually as we spend time in our quiet place. We mature in the spiritual things when we spend time in our quiet place. There are also things that the Holy Spirit cannot reveal to us mm. yet. Because, you know, yeah, there are things in the spiritual realm that I can't comprehend because there's just something there. The Holy Spirit is being patient. I'm waiting for Daisy. The Holy Ghost is being patient. I got this word, but they're not ready to receive it. I got this revelation, but they're still not there. I'm waiting for them to enter into the private place. There are things that God wants to reveal to his children, but our eyes have scales on them, and we're not able to perceive the word. And he waits patiently. The Holy Ghost waits patiently. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What we do first thing in the morning speaks volume of who you are. Hey! What we do first thing in the morning tells you who you are in Christ. Our parents set up the routine as children. This is the way we brush our teeth, brush our teeth, change your, you know, yeah. clothes. This is what you do on Saturdays. Your routine is different from Sundays. But as adults, you are in charge of your routine. My Lord. My Lord. My Lord. As children of God, we are in charge of our routine. Yes. What are you doing when you wake up <laughs> in the morning? Hallelujah. I am a creature of habit. Yes. If you come over my house, 
If you know me, if you live with me, you know that this is what I do, this is how I flow. But God have mercy on me if I make my time with the Lord just a routine. Just a checkoff list. I got it out of the way. I was in his presence for 15 minutes. Check. And then I go on. He was like, date. He was ready to date. Peace out. I got something important to do. God have mercy on me. Our time with the Lord should not be a routine. Our time with the Lord. Hi. Oh, Lord, I'm going ahead of myself. This world is in a critical condition. Our country is trying to take us further away from God than ever before. Aiming towards defiling everything that is holy and pleasing to God. If it's unholy, it's accepted. It's embraced. It's received. But if it's not, if it's holy, it's despised. Right. It's not accepted. It's not encouraged. It's not embraced. The world clearly, clear, the word of God clearly says that in the last days, lawlessness will abound. And the love of many will grow cold. Matthew 24 right? Many have been deceived because they don't know the word of God. And they listen to false prophets and false teachers and evangelists on TV. I say, give me your money. And they follow them because they lack revelation of the word of God. We got our missionaries. <laughs> Sister Linda. We got our prophets. We have our preachers and teachers that are not compromising the word of God, that are grounded in the word, that are spending time in their secret place, that are declaring, thus says the Lord, and they're preaching and teaching, and they're despised. They're not received. People are being offended by the truth of the word of God. They're shunned. They're ridiculed. They're gossiped upon because they're not compromising the word of God that sets the captive free. They're not saying it's okay to sin. They're not saying it's okay to do this. They're saying repent in the name of Jesus. Many believers are not compromising to this world. They're not compromising the word of God that's in them. They're choosing to let their light shine before man so that God could be glorified. And they're despised. They are ridiculed. They are rejected. They are chastened. They're not wanted in parties. They don't get invited to your wedding. They don't want Holy Ghost five people in their midst. They get also backstabbed and mocked, rejected and stabbed in the back. Their sin and corruption, pollution, rebellion, and lack of reverence for the things of God 
in our country. Yes. It's demonstrated every day. We see it. It's not even hidden. It's right there. Yeah. Agenda, let's go. Mm -hmm. Our kids are exposed Everything. to this agenda. Yeah. We are exposed. That's the state we're living in. This world is not my home. That's right. We must shine in the midst of darkness. We are called to be the salt of the earth and the light. Hallelujah. The gospel must be preached to all nations. But you can't preach if you don't know the word. If the word is not inside of you, you can't pour it out. God wants you to have his word embedded in your belly. It's really not that bad, Pastor. According to the scripture, 2 Timothy 3.1, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, children, young people, adult children, unthankful, unholy, unforgiving, Slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, who, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the truth, denying the power, denying the glory of the Holy Spirit. We need to read our word. We have to read our word daily. We can't survive Whew! this hatred, animosity towards God, these trials and testings of our faith. You won't make it with a Sunday sermon and a Wednesday Bible study. You will be an anorexic Christian, walking, weak. Many of us love the Lord. That's why we're here today. We came with expectancy. Some didn't even come expecting anything. And some just showed up. But you're here. You made it through the doors. You're in your father's house. It's the best decision. Like Pastor Frankie said, if you're sick, come. If you're broken, come. If you're messed up, come. Hey, if you're confused, come. Hallelujah. The word of God will set the captive free. Proverbs 35. Every word of God is pure. It is a shield to those who put their trust in him. The Lord expects intimacy with his children. When you get married, you expect to have intimacy with your spouse. You expect to grow. Hallelujah. You expect to grow in love. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit to continuously reveal his word to us. God expects oneness. Not I'm breaking up with you Monday through Friday, but we'll be back together on Saturday. God expects oneness, a connection. When you, when you make a covenant with God, you're one. He doesn't want nothing, anything. 
to get in the way of oneness. And that's going to require discipline. That's it, Pastor. Bad flesh yes. is going to get in the way. Always. This is going to require determination. Yes. This is going to require who? your will and your desire for his word. Then we go to the excuses. But I just don't understand the word. I read and I have to read it 10 or 15 times. I'm going to tell you. I've heard this many times. I, I, I said that about the King James Version when I was a teenager. You know, where thou beest. And, and I was like, oh, get a new King James Version. Don't allow excuses that you don't understand. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And Satan wants us to stay yes. there. That's right. He doesn't want you to know the word of God. Right. Guess what? He knows the word. And he knows his faith. And he uses the word. Huh? Distorts the word. That's a false prophet. Distorts the word. That's a false preacher. Distorts the word. That's a demon disguised as a sheep that comes to mess up where we're going. No excuses. You don't understand? There's plenty of people here that can help Hallelujah. you. Call me. Let's go one scripture by scripture. Yes. Call me. Amen. There's Bible books. There's, Amen. there's so much resource. See, see your teachers and pastors. Yes. James 1.5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, hello. If any of us lack wisdom, we have to ask. Yes. And it says, God will give it to you liberally and without reproach right. and it will be given to him Amen. proverbs 4 7 wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and in yes. all you're getting get understanding this one i love proverbs 2 10 to 12 when wisdom enters your heart whoo, and knowledge is pleasant to your soul Discretion will preserve you. You will have discretion for the holy things of God. You will have discretion for the unholy things of God. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. Another excuse. I'm too busy. Listen, some of you are very busy. Some of you are more busier than me. You got your family, your children, your husband, you got cook, up, 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 up. We all have 24 hours in the day. True. Yes. Yes. Ouch! <laughs> we all have 24 hours in the day. You better check yourself. We all have 24 hours in the day. What you do. Uh-huh. First thing you wake up speaks volume. If you know you got to do something at 8 o'clock, get up at 6. If you know you got a busy day, get up at 3 in the morning, right, my sister? If you know you got to do something and it's going to take three hours, you better check yourself and kazak yourself and say, flesh, you better get up. Discipline your flesh. That's it. We're going to go to a very common, be very, very, very patient with me. Matthew chapter 4. Jesus was led by the Spirit Amen. to the wilderness. Not a good place. Jesus was led by the Spirit to the wilderness <laughs> to get tempted by the devil. He 
was already fasting 40 days and 40 nights. He was weak. He was tired. He was hungry. And Satan shows up. You know, he shows up when you're weak. Pastor Frankie. He waited. <laughs> he was waiting for you. He shows up when we're weak. Read your word. Stay strong in the Lord. Because the word got weak. Jesus, son of God, came into flesh and his body was tired. And we know, AJ preached on this. He said, if. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, if you're a child of God, I bind you, say to the name of Jesus. Oh, rebuke you. I know who I am in Christ. If he will always question the authority of God's children, he will not let you know that you have the power and the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to take the sword of the Spirit and decapitate his head. The nerve of you to say if to my God. If. If you are the son of God. You're hungry, right? You're hungry, tired, right? Listen, you could do this. Just speak to those, speak to those stones and turn them into bread. And he waited. Yeah. But Jesus said, Oh, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. If you did not know your word, you may have started to eat those stones. And break your teeth. We need to know what's written in God's word. To be effective in our life. To be effective in our walk. To pray effectively. And to stand for your family effectively. Let's talk about temptation. Who, what, where, when, why. I ask you, when was the last, when was the last time you were tempted? Think about that. Who were you with? What were you doing? Everybody's smiling like, oh yeah, they're thinking, yeah. I know where she's going with this. Where were you? Why do you think the enemy tempted you? What were you thinking? How were you approached by Satan? Next question, Brother Manny. Did the word of God arise up in you when the opportunity arose? When the showed up? How did you react to your temptation? Did he really say you don't need to eat the fruit? How? How did the Holy Spirit speak to you in the wilderness? Jesus. Did the Holy Spirit show up right on time? 
like he did to Joseph when Pharaoh's wife tried to seduce him. And the Holy Spirit said, Run! Did the Holy Ghost arise up quickly and the word of God started to come up into your, into your spirit and say, don't do this. Say this. Don't go there. Close the door. Don't, don't get into that conversation. Shut your mouth. The word of God is our compass. It will guide us always to the truth. Satan cannot prevail against the church. You know who he gets? Those that don't know who they are in Christ. He gets those that are weak. He gets those that don't know the authority that they have. He gets those anorexic Christians that have not eaten the scrolls and had manna for months. And then he'll say, I gotcha. I'm going to share my Benny story. It's written here. Because we need to be transparent. I'll make this really quick. I went to take my dog last, last Saturday to Petco. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to drop them off. They always take like two, three hours. But they do a great job. And I was going to go shopping in the mall. And I get there. I waited 15 minutes. And then I finally get to the clerk and my dog. And I'm like, yep, Benny Feliciano. Yep, he has a last name. I, Benny Feliciano is here for his grooming. And, you know, and uh, she's like... She goes, oh, his rabies expired last month. I said, no, no, he's all, he's all neutered. He's got all his vaccines. He's all good. She goes, oh, do you have a copy? I'm like, he's, you know, he's my niece's dog, but, you know, he lives with me and he's my dog. <laughs> so I call my niece and she's on the beach. And I go, <laughs> she can't hear me. I don't know the vet's name. And, you know, let praises rise from the inside, from the inside wasn't happening. And I'm like, I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. Anger was right from the inside, from the inside. I was tripping. Like, listen. I am a pastor. Lord, I said, leave Jesus, take the wheel. Because I'm getting upset. And it's like, my niece is not being upset. And then she's like, I, she can't hear me. I can't hear her. I forget the vet's name. My fault. And there's my dog. So I said, you know what? I was like, okay. And, you know, I'm working on the sermon. I was like, okay. I went, listen. It would have been nice to get a courtesy call from someone here, you know, because, you know, I, I really don't want to make a scene. I'm not going to make a scene, so I'm just going to leave. Ah, <laughs> right? And I turn around, and I'm ready to leave, and watch what I do. I go, stupid dog! <laughs> I had to get it out! It, that thing was rising up! It was like, it had to come out! Shame on me. And he's like this. He don't got time, but I, I don't want to be here either. I, w I literally was like, with, with all, with that Puerto Rican spice, stupid dog. <laughs> and I walked out. I didn't, no, I don't kick my dog. I just said, stupid dog. Then, 
if my niece was just eating, you're not supposed to say stupid. But, you know what? The devil's not a respecter of anybody. He wants to destroy our testimony and our character. So I get in my car and I'm so upset. And I turn it on. And everything looks blurry. I, I left my glasses in the on the counter. I had to go back. I drove right in front of Peckle. It was rising up again. I left the car with the AC and I was like, thank you. Have a nice day. I failed. Tell the truth, Pastor. I didn't take my anger out on her because I knew better. I don't do that. But that, that was rising up. It just wanted to come out. And I took it out on the poor dog. I said, Betty, I'm sorry. I love you. Lord, please, Lord, help me next time. Deal with obstacles better. I had no patience. God's word abides in us when we abide in him. His word sustains us. His word gives us a way out. This flesh will have you do foolish things. We see in the Old Testament how the word of God came to the people. It came through the prophets. They were separated and consecrated. And they spent many times, so many hours in God's presence. You go through all the Old Testament. Ezekiel 12.1. Now the word of the Lord came saying. Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came saying. First Kings, the word of the Lord came to Solomon. Isaiah, the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying. Zechariah, Samuel, Haggai. Mighty men of God. Are you hearing from the word? Mighty women of God. You are now the prophets and the preachers and the evangelists and the teachers. We, we are the salt and the light of this earth. Are we hearing the word of God? Is there a oneness in our relationship? These men heard from the Lord because they were consecrated. They were separated. And they knew. Oh, they had to have the fear of God and the reverence of God. And many of them messed up. God wants us to be separated and consecrated for his glory. When we seek his presence, we will find him. When we are thirsty and hungry for righteousness, the Bible says, <laughs> Matthew 5, we will be filled. The toothless servant, I'm getting there. Satan didn't get up. He, didn't, he did not give up. He, she showed up again, and we continue Matthew 4. He goes to Jesus again and says, If, once again, questioning his power, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. Because you know what the Word of God says. He will give his angels charge over you. Remember what, what, what AJ preached? He will speak what he wants you to hear. Right. The enemy will share the word of God and distort it. Right. 
only up to where he can't, he can't tell you his fate. Right. He leaves out. Says he will give his angels charge over you. They will bear you up, bless you, dash your foot against a stone. It's all about you. That's right. But he left out the part that you shall trample on the serpent and the lion. You shall trail upon the lion and the cobra, the serpent. You shall trap. He won't tell you that. That's right. He won't tell you that you could step on his head. He won't tell you that you could rebuke him. Pastor Albert said this, John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I, Jesus, come that you may have life and that it may, it, that you may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The enemy's working overtime. The enemy and his minions and demons are working overtime. He doesn't want your children to know the word. Right. Right. He doesn't want the leaders to know the word. Right. He doesn't want the army of God to know the word. Jesus always said, <laughs> it is written. It is written. The devil is always, he's always going to try to steal your worship. That's right. He wants you to bow down to him. Mm -hmm. He wants your children to worship him. And what he'll do is he'll present a beautiful package. I will give you everything mm -hmm. in the kingdom. This is what he told Jesus, the creator who created it. <laughs> I will give you. You know what? Satan does that. I will give you all of this. And men, it'll be a beautiful package. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be like, hey, buddy, I want to be your girlfriend. No. The enemy's not going to give you that. Yep, he's not. No, listen, seriously. He's not going to give you something that is not going to track your flesh. That's right, Pastor. There's not gonna, he's not going to give you somebody that you're not attracted to. He's going to be like, hey, fine girl. Go there. What's your name, Bobby? And women, same thing. He's not going to give you, you know, toothless hairy. No, no. He's going to give you something that looks like a great package, but inside is rotten to the core. Rotten to the core. It wants to attach itself to you like a bag of potatoes and take the whole potato with him. When something is rotten, it rots everything else. He's going to present the best package to you. Did he really say? Why don't you just have two or three dates? It's okay. Have a little bit of pot. It's legal now. But when we purpose in our spirit to be rooted and grounded in the word of God, there's going to be continual growth. And your eyes are going to be like, being, I see you, Satan. I'm reading through the signs. I perceive that there's something wrong here. I have discernment to know this doesn't feel right. This doesn't look good. Another question, another thought. When you were in a crisis, when you found yourself really, truly in a place, in the wilderness, in the desert, in a crisis, did you run to the Lord in prayer? Did you run to the Lord in prayer? Now stay with me here, because I'm not here to take anyone down. Did you offer him an elementary prayer? 
I call it the kindergarten prayer. Really, think about that. When you were in a crisis, Paul and Silas were in a crisis. They didn't pray to be, to be out of the chains that they were in. The Bible doesn't show me that. They didn't ask the Lord. They didn't get mad at God. Do we offer up kindergarten, elementary? Why me? Lord, oh, why? No, I'm, I'm being very, I'm, yes. this is the Holy Spirit put this in my heart. Because yes. that's what the enemy wants you. Right. He wants yeah. you to be in a kindergarten yes. prayer life. Yes. Where you don't know the word of God. And the word of God doesn't resonate inside of you to be able to declare the word when you don't have anything to say. You can say, Lord, I don't know why I'm here. But you said that you made me and I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in your image. You said that those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You said no weapon forged against me shall prosper. Did you offer up a prayer? Come on. That can't even take you out of the paper bag. Or did you know the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to resonate into your, into your spirit and tell the flesh, you better check yourself. You better check yourself because the Bible tells me Paul and Silas weren't crybabies. They weren't upset. They were worshiping. They didn't even allow the chains and the shackles and where they had them in the dark, weary place. Their surroundings didn't change. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has go silence. That the Lord has a oh. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's my crisis. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. Hey, I got cancer. Go, Jesus. Go, Jesus. Go, Jesus. You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again. We're not going to let our crisis tell us that we are defeated. We're going to say, this is not my portion. If you're in the word of God, I can guarantee you. That the word of God will rise up into your bones. It will. You get somebody that has the word. You attach yourself to somebody because I'm too weak. I'm too weak. I need a word. You get somebody that can pray you with the word of God. I am weak right now. I need to fight. I need you to fight with me. The devil wants to kill the word out of us. Right. Take, he got a lot of nerve touching your car. Oh, I'm mad. I'm mad. Brother Moses, thank you for being transparent. He got a lot. Oh, oh. We got to rise up and keep the family of Jesus Christ covered in the blood. He wants to kill the word that's inside of us. My Lord, bring it back down. Okay. Hallelujah. James says, count it all joy when you when you fall into various trials. Hallelujah. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. 
But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete in him. We must know that every aspect of our lo- every aspect of our life, Jesus is concerned about. Yeah. Let's talk about doctrine. We must know who God is in every aspect of our walk by reading and studying the Word of God. Is it possible? To know everything there is to know about doctrine, but not know Jesus. Yeah, that was my ouch. Because I lived on doctrine for a long time. I'm going to say it again. Is it possible to know doctrine, know the parables, know the miracles, know the story, but you don't know Jesus? as your Lord and Savior? The answer is yes. When doctrine and knowledge and degrees override the intimacy that you have with Jesus, your soul and spirit is in danger. Mm. That's right. Wow. Yes. Oh! When doctrine... Are you Baptist? (laughs) When doctrine and denomination is what you're standing on, Your soul is in danger because there's no man-made rule that died for Daisy on the cross. There's no doctrine, hallelujah, or rules on a wall that gave me the freedom that I have in Jesus Christ. We have to obey the word of God. The finished work on the cross, hey, gave me my salvation. Being a Christian doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Peter. As disciples, as the church, as leaders in the kingdom of God, we have denied Jesus in many areas. When we don't obey, we deny him. Right? When we choose not to shine our light and not to preach, we denied him. When we compromise, we denied him. When he told us to go, but I was too busy, I denied him. Peter, as we know in the story, the disciple who walked with Jesus and saw him do many miracles, signs, and wonders. When the tempter came to him with that big finger and said, that's one of them. He was just crucified. He was hiding. He He didn't want any association with holiness. He didn't want any association. He was being a chameleon. And the accuser came and said, that's him. That's the one. I know he's one of the disciples. The pressure of life, 
the pressure of other people's accusations, the pressure of fear, the pressure of Jesus' death came upon him. He's one of them. And he said with an oath, no, that's not me. I don't know him. Pow. Immediately, sorrowful, he denied him. When you reject Jesus, you deny him. That's right. Peter denies Jesus. And, and, and the word of God says he was crushed. He knew immediately because <laughs> when, we, when we quench the spirit of God, the spirit of God is going to tell you to check yourself. But the resurrected Savior, the resurrected Jesus, appeared to Peter alone. <laughs> and he restored him. How many of you have been restored? He restored him. He kazaked him. And then he took him publicly. <laughs> oh, Peter, do you love me? I love you, Lord. Chilling with the disciples. Peter, do you love me? Lord, I love you. I love you, Lord. Peter, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Feed my flock. Feed my lambs. He put them right back in position. That's it. That's it. He didn't say, go for five months and go in a cave and never preach the word of God because you... Go there, pastor. He said, do you love me? <laughs> do you love my word? Do you love my presence? Do you love me? He gets me in private in my secret place. And he gives me my papa. He restores. He replenishes. Daisy, do you love me? I love you, Lord. Daisy, get back in your position. Go preach, children of God. Go teach, children of God. Get back in position. Do you love me, says the Lord. The resurrection glory resides in us. Not for us to just get heavy and fat and juicy on the word, but to be whoo, whoo, to be able to pour, be a drinking offering for others. Hallelujah. In our secret place, the Lord kazaks us privately. Woo, he restores us. We have to have time with the Lord. In my closing, I'm going to use one, well, two more little characters. Mary Magdalene. In John 20, 11, she was the first woman appeared, who appeared to Jesus when he resurrected. And it says, she saw him standing there, but knew him not. If you read the word, they exchange words. Go to that chapter. She knew him not. The word was standing resurrected. Hallelujah. The word. <laughs> the resurrected word was standing in her presence. But she did not know it was him. They exchange a little bit of words. Hey, what's up? What are you looking for? No, nobody's here. But when the voice said, Mary. <laughs> when that soft voice of the resurrection glory said, Mary, she's like, I know that voice. Yes. 
many of you have had an experience with that voice that you know? Wait a minute. That was the voice. That's the voice that delivered seven demons out of me. Wait. That was my deliverance voice. Wait. I know that voice. That's my master. The Bible says immediately. Love it. Boom, 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 boom. Master! <laughs> when they first talked, it was jibber, 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 jibber. She had no idea she was standing before the presence of God Almighty. But when Jesus goes, Mary, it took her back to the miry clay. It took her back to her wilderness. It took me back to when I was lost and I wanted to kill myself. It took me back when I was in the prison. It took me back when I was taken out of prison. It took me back when my husband left me. It took me back when my wife left me. And she went, Master. Don't touch me. You know the story. he needed he had money overflowing overflowing but he wanted how can I inherit the kingdom of God the x-ray vision in Jesus eyes (laughs) (laughs) he started with the commandments thou shalt not steal check And he went down the commandments. (laughs) But he sees the intent of the heart. And he goes, when you go to Luke 18, going down to like 20, 22, he's like, Mm -hmm. he goes, yup, I've done all that, Lord. I am a real bored, Holy Ghost, fire Christian. He's like, there's one more thing. My Lord. Just, <laughs> brother, just one little thing. There's just one thing. You know that thing. You know that thing. Hey, there's one thing. And he says, go and sell all your possessions <laughs> to the poor people. And he was like, Sometimes the word of God will hurt you. (laughs) Ouch! 
Sometimes the word of God in this house will pierce to the marrow bone and it will send you discouraged back to your house. The Bible says he was sorrowful. He was discouraged. He was broken. You know why? Because of that one thing. And the Lord didn't beg him. The Lord said, sell it and follow me. And he's like, because he knew he wasn't taking heed of the word. He knew he couldn't do what was just asked of him. He was sorrowful and so heartbroken. And a lot of people say it was the love of money. What's it? He had so much. It was the lack of love for the people. You can't be a disciple of the loving God, of the God that's merciful, of the God that's mighty and glorious and loving, and say you're going to do his work when you don't love your neighbor. What is that one thing? That's hindering the fire and the Holy Ghost of kind of glory to enter into the ministry that you're in. What is the one, two, three, four things that are not allowing us to move, to mature, to see the things in the spirit? When you don't read your word, when you're not in prayer, that's a one thing disobedience whatever it is examine your heart God calls us to go into all the world and to preach and in my closing thank you Lord the demons said Jesus I know brother Paul I know he may even know brother Jimbug When we have to face the enemy, will he know your name? Right. Will he know your name? You better make sure he knows your name. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. God bless you. We are so grateful to God for allowing us the opportunity to share this message with you. Thank you for listening. We want you to know that you are all in our constant prayers. If you have been blessed by today's program, why not consider partnering with us? To make a donation is easy. You can visit us online at www.specchurch.net or you can call us at 845 956 0133. Once again, that's www.specchurch.net or 845-956-0133. We invite you to worship with us one Sunday morning very soon. Thank you again for your prayers and support. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and may he be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you 
and give you peace. God bless you.